everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So, we actually have here is She's actually an interior designer, and um, I've gotten the opportunity to meet her at quite a few events. And um, yeah, you're also with Nabo, and I actually just run it, ran into you the other day, so I thought that was kind of cool. And I thought, well, we have to bring you back to the show because something weird technical had happened with our first uh, recorded episode, and it was no longer with us. So I thought, well, you know, I, I want to bring you back. I want to talk to you some more. So um, thank you for being here, and how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course. So um, first off, tell me a little bit about yourself and just what it's like to be an interior designer like what does it mean to be an interior designer what it means is um I I kind of see myself as a guide uh somebody has a problem they have a room or a home that they want to change or create and don't really know how to do it so I kind of guide them through the journey of what what that means and and give them advice and also um you know guidance and ideas and concepts to help them create what they're looking for. So a lot of it's um, kind of getting into their head and figuring out, helping Mm -hmm. them figure out what they like and what they don't like and what they want. Um, And then just kind of being there to make it all happen. Yeah. I mean, it it should be an interesting job considering, like you said, finding everybody's like likes and dislikes. And some people can be harder to read than others. And at the same time, it's like you're not just dealing with like one set of people with the same interests, personalities, you name it. It's literally like everybody's different in some way. Everybody's different. That's right. Yeah. And, um, you know, then you have couples and Mm -hmm. um, also end up being a marriage counselor at some times because Because they they can't agree on Yeah, they want different things. And and just to kind of help them see how it can come together um, and work. So yeah. yeah, well that's pretty cool though. And and interior design must come in handy for you too. I'm sure your house looks amazing because you know being an interior designer, I'd be like, well, this can go with this and this can go with that. It's like really all the opportunities are all there. Well, there's so many choices exactly. and so many new things come out every year. So mm-hmm. it's a little. Um, it can be a little frustrating because I don't, I can't have everything that I love to see. Yeah. Um, I liked lots of different styles. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I create in my head, you know, my dream beach home. Yeah. <laughs> my mountain retreat, you know, all these different things. It's so. safe to say we do the same. Yeah. So, <laughs> so no worries on that part. But um, in terms of like design, do seasons or anything like that have an influence on your design for that particular person? Or maybe it's like for that particular household or anything like that? Um, seasons, not so much. I mean, I try to uh, create a timeless environment that Mm -hmm. whether it was done in 2002, or, you know, last year, it still looks great. The colors may be a little bit, you know, not as trendy, but Mm -hmm. um, basically, it's about what they like. So if somebody loves the beach, but they live in Arizona, you know, we can still create that kind of feel for them without... um, actually being near the water so yeah that's a cool thing about interior design it's like 
those little aspects they make your house feel very homey but at the same time it's like very relatable to you i would probably Mm -hmm. be one of the people that want their house to look like a beach because like you said when i can't be there why not bring it to my home so that's right absolutely so i love that idea definitely but um when did you first realize that you had a passion for interior design because everybody kind of has their like niche for every every other like passion of theirs and um, sometimes it just comes to us maybe when we least expect it even sometimes. Well for me I was um, 13 and I just knew I wanted to be an interior designer. I didn't really understand what that was Mm -hmm. but I just you know so I always kind of just knew and um, just started doing things related to that like in schooling and stuff taking art classes and in college, I took, um, well, I studied interior design, but also mm-hmm. um, was just looking for any opportunity, internships and everything, anything I could do to learn. So Awesome. So, yeah, tell me a little bit more on your background on it. Like, what type of schooling do, do people typically do to have an interior design degree and all that good stuff? So there's different ways to do it. Um, some A few community colleges, especially in Phoenix, offer interior design tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can go on from there if you have an associate's and then go on to a university. Um, and there's many different aspects of interior design. So if you do a university, um, some universities are more geared towards architecture and mm-hmm. um, the kind of the building side of design versus interiors, maybe an art school would be more um, suited to that. There's also healthcare design. There's all sorts of things that aren't necessarily, you know, super, you know, fluffy accessory creative type (laughs) things, but it's all about quality of life and helping people, um, you know, in any situation have a safe and beautiful environment. So as far as schooling, I mean, you know, art schools, universities and certain universities you know have more of a affinity for that than Mm -hmm. others yeah definitely every institution kind of has their own little uh I don't know it's what they're good at usually like for example and I bring this up sometimes like I'm going to go to the Walter Cronkite school obviously that's a school of journalism and it's specifically um modified for journalism so all the journalism students go there and I'm sure the same thing with interior design or liberal arts or whatever career you may be looking into but yeah I think that's an interesting way to go about it and you know if anybody's interested in interior design there are definitely programs available for you there are and a lot of people um start off and create make it a second career Mm -hmm. so they start off they think they need to be a teacher or a nurse or yeah you know whatever they you know are kind of programmed to do by their family. And then they realize later in life, they're like, oh, this isn't really this. me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of second careers as interior designers that are, you know, doing that a little bit later in life as well. Yeah. But it is possible for them. I mean, pe- oh, absolutely. so many people, it's now and now becoming a trend almost that you see that as their second career. And um, they're really successful with it. They do a great job. I mean, it must be pretty fun of a job as well. I know one time you told me that, you know, it's a job where you get to like shop a lot and yeah. you get to do that kind of thing. So my next question kind of leads into that. You know, what would be your favorite part? Is it the shopping aspect? or what would you say um the shopping definitely is one of my favorite parts (laughs) the perk um it's kind of a puzzle though it's like you have Mm -hmm. all these pieces and parts and and it's my job to find the right thing to go in the right spot and that and then um just the creating the concept part are my favorites Mm -hmm. so that's just researching the different 
um, products available and just, you know, it's the match. It's the match of the style and the way it works as well as the price and putting that all together. So, Of course. And is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head that would probably be like your most exciting project that you've been a part of or just like one that sticks out to you? Um, I think that's really interesting because I'm sure like we had mentioned in the beginning, everybody's different. So we can literally go from like night and day because two people can be like polar opposites. So Mm -hmm. um, it's really the design and style that I'm curious to know more about as well. So a lot of my most favorite projects are ones where it's like a blank canvas. So mm-hmm. I have a client who is um, wants to, is having me do a media room for them. So they bought a house. It had a media room area, but nothing in it, just concrete, wow. you know, bare walls, everything. So nice. <laughs> that is really fun because it's challenging too. I mean, that's yeah. I have to research the different products available as well as find partners that are qualified in all the audio visual stuff and all of that to to make it happen but those are those are some of my favorites the more challenging ones more than just you know picking a paint color yeah um but that's fun though you know having a blank canvas and you walk into the room and you're like all right this is going to be something by the end of this it's going to all make sense and do you ever run into that when you're like piecing things together you're like no this is this is going to make sense at the very end but maybe it doesn't right now but right and my clients do um often have a freak out time in in the middle (laughs) because they'll see something halfway done and they're like wait this isn't what we thought it was going to be and yeah that's where um also a trust factor comes in with your designer whenever Mm -hmm. um they just have to trust that we're going to make it right for them and it's going to be beautiful so yeah I could totally kind of relate with that though because if I think about it when I go into a hair salon it's like that's one of the things I'm like I don't want my stylist get all scissor happy or you know like (laughs) get all crazy with the dyes or or anything that you're not expecting but really when you see the finished product and it's literally like that with design as you have mentioned it's you have to look at the the journey of it and Mm -hmm. then at the end it's like well yeah it mm-hmm. really is what it was meant to be. And it's uncomfortable because it's new I'm and, sure. and yes. is a change. And um, yeah, people aren't quite sure how it all goes, but all my clients are happy. So awesome. So with that being said, we have time for a break. So let's go ahead and do that. We have more questions for Julie, but keep it right here. You're listening to The Page. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. 
Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So we just got done with the first segment with Julie. Um, we were really talking about, you know, her interior design experience, um, some of the most memorable ones that she's been able to be a part of. For example, that media room that was kind of like a blank canvas. I love that because you truly you can kind of express your clients' um, passions and whatever the case may be in that because literally it's from start to finish, which is pretty cool to see from start to to the end of it, I would say, um, quite the project, but, um, yeah. So next Julie, I wanted to go into Nabo. So tell okay. me a little bit about that and what role you play. Cause I know that's a big part of your life as well. Yeah. So, um, Nabo is the national association of women business owners and we are a national organization. Um, there are three local chapters in Arizona, Tucson, Phoenix, and Sedona. And what we are about is um, creating public policy that affects women business owners in a positive way, economic impact, and um, just support for women business owners. Um, and in that organization, there's a lot of leadership opportunities. There's a lot of opportunities to make an impact on the local level, um, politically, as well as nationally. Um, the other arm of NABO is Women's Enterprise Foundation, and my role in NABO is as the president of the Women's Enterprise Foundation. And we are a nonprofit group that raises money for emerging women business owners. So um, our goal is to be a resource for women business owners. Start just starting out, they can mm -hmm. um, apply to be to win a scholarship for membership to NABO or awesome. a grant that would help them further their business in some way. Awesome. And how long have you been a part of this for? Um, I've been NABO for four years. Oh, nice. I've been, this is, I'm starting my now second year as president of the Women's Enterprise Foundation. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have some great plans for the this coming up year and um, just hope to make an impact yeah. in the city. That's exciting, though, definitely. And how did you get involved with this organization from the very start? Well, my friend Linda Bishop, who I met through a networking group that she started here, um, was involved in NABO, and she kept talking about it and saying, you have to apply for the scholarship. This is great. And, and I was new in my business. I'd only been in business for about a year. And so I thought, well, why not? So I applied for the scholarship for the, from the Women's Enterprise Foundation, and I won was granted a scholarship and so that kind of got me on my journey and um here I am well awesome it worked out well yeah I would say so yeah and that's exciting you get to have that role in the organization and kind of you know head it a little bit as well so right and we're we really want to be a resource so we always try to provide some kind of an educational aspect um and just connections to people for whoever someone's looking for that would help them in their business, whether it's, you know, um, a counselor at the uh, Arizona Small Business Association or, mm -hmm. um, you know, a certain connection that's going to know somebody else that's going to help them um, work more better in their business. So we're having um, our, we have three, four events a year. Awesome. We have three quarterly events and one large event. Our mm -hmm. next, our large event is November seventh. Um, it's called Creating Fearless Leaders. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. And 
um, yeah, stay tuned for more. Perfect. We'll definitely keep in touch with you about that. And I know one of the things that I got to do um, was the fashion show. Um, I don't remember the exact name of it. You probably... Savage Botanicals. All right. That rings a bell now. (laughs) Yes. I was about to say, I was like, I think it's Savage Botanicals, but I may be wrong. But yes, that was such a fun event. Um, But please tell us more about that. I think that was very unique. It was different and people enjoyed it, I felt like. Yeah. So that was our big fundraiser for last year. Um, Savage Botanicals is a group of local florists in Arizona that create permanent botanical dresses um, inspired by Alexander McQueen. So Mm -hmm. their dresses were gorgeous. I think you wore the... It was the raven. The raven. Yes, I had lots of feathers and all yeah. that good stuff. It, and it was funny because everybody's dress kind of matched them to their personality in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you didn't see it in the beginning, but uh, after everything came together, you're like, wow, that, that really suits, it suits did. you. Yeah, so. and it was um, the women who do it are just amazing and so creative and really passionate about that. And just um, what I've learned from that is um, Arizona has some amazing floral designers. And mm-hmm. so it was fun to partner with them in that creative way and also provide. Um, so we were able to provide five scholarships for NABO this year from that event. So that was great. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about like being an entrepreneur and how that kind of relates to us as like youth getting into that. Um, Because that's it's something that's becoming more and more important. And we're seeing it a lot more, too. It's becoming a trend, I would say. Right. It's almost like the new economy where um, a lot of people your age and a little older and, you know, kind of that generation aren't really interested in going to a nine to five job and Mm -hmm. working for somebody because they want freedom to do what they want to do. So that's where entrepreneurship really fits into that kind of a lifestyle. Um, So I would say it's just it, not everybody has it. Mm-hmm. It's it just it's a certain drive to um, just kind of make your own mark. Yeah. And there's a lot more resources for young people out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, NABO last year was a supporter of the YAY program, which is the Young Entrepreneurs Academy. They had 15 entrepreneurs go through, start a business, pitch a business, wow. and launch successful businesses last That's awesome. year. And so that is, you know, those kind of things are out there for kids who are looking for them. So Mm -hmm. good opportunities. There's more and more that I feel like people are like, man, I wish that was there when I was younger. Or, you know, you hear that all the time. It's because there are are programs specially suited for kids and their new interests and Mm -hmm. their new career options, such as entrepreneurship. Like we mentioned, you know, that is the ideal um like job for them because they don't want to work all those long hours per se or maybe that they have other curriculars to do or maybe school's taking up a big part of their life too it's kind of like one of those things it's like you make it all work it Mm -hmm. it fits along with your plan so right it has and that's where entrepreneurship is great because it is flexible Mm -hmm. the you know you can work on whenever works better for you and your lifestyle now it doesn't mean that you're not working a lot because you are of course not but um most people don't care because entrepreneurs are usually pretty passionate about what they're doing. So yeah, I love hearing the stories of uh, very successful entrepreneurs and young entrepreneurs as well. Um, I 
think it's the origami owl necklaces yes. is one that girl um, is like my age and it's a very successful company. It's worldwide now, not just in Arizona where it had started. I even have one. My director has like a small um, little like franchise of that that you can get a part of as well. And I think that's cool. It's like one of those things that you look to and it's like it is possible. So. It is. It is. And I think, um, you know, with the right support and a lot mm-hmm. of entrepreneurs, most almost anyone I know in Naba would be totally willing as a resource to help yes. somebody if they had questions and to mentor them as well. Of course. So in Nabo, what what are like the age groups that um, people can get involved with if they're looking to join or be a part of that? They have a student membership. Mm-hmm. So if you're an active student, they have that's one level of membership sure. and then um, emerging business owner and then established business owner, and then they have corporate partnerships as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are all the different levels. Wonderful. And, you know, you being an entrepreneur yourself, um, tell me, like, what skills do you see as, like, vital or important to have just to kind of push you along and get you where you need to be? Um, Time management. Yes. (laughs) Um, And what skills? A lot of it is just, it's all ever evolving. Mm-hmm. So I guess not really a skill, but a willingness to always learn. Yeah, being and open-minded always, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely to be versed in business. I mean, accounting, finances, all of that is as important, if mm-hmm. not more important than your passion that yes. created the business <laughs> in the first place. So Well, awesome. That's great. And I mean, it's just, it's nice to see that um, people can also like develop into that as well. I know you always hear that thing where it's like, you know, are leaders born leaders or can they be developed into leaders? And I feel like it's more so there are some people that are naturally born leaders. Like that's just how we see them as but in other ways there are people who find the skills find the knowledge to get where they need to be and many times that's like entrepreneurship or any job that you have or any entrepreneur that we know of it's really just you kind of have to find your way around things because like we said everybody's different Mm -hmm. so it's that cool little thing to think about and with interior design you've had your own little journey as well so right Right. That's awesome. So we're going to have some more questions for you, but we have to take another break because it's just that time. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Page. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. 
It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So we're here with Julie still, of course. And um, we're continuing this lovely interview. And basically, we're talking about like entrepreneurship, all the great benefits of that. Um, Julie, an entrepreneur herself, starting interior design, has obviously had her own journey. But um, that kind of takes me to my next question which is um what has been your biggest accomplishment in your career so far that you would consider wow that's hard to answer I think um to pick one yeah yeah. maybe to kind of narrow it down a little bit if you can (laughs) um I well a couple this past year (laughs) I um last year I won a, a design competition for um a company that started this with the um, in conjunction with American Society of Interior Designers, um, Stardust Enterprises. They're a nonprofit that um, accepts all donations of building materials, and then they resell them. So if someone was redoing their kitchen and they took out all their cabinets mm-hmm. and their appliances, they would donate it to Stardust. So they had a competition to uh, design a kitchen using 100% recycled materials. Wow, that's. So Quite the project. <laughs> my team won, and awesome. um, so that was really great. That was a nice little kudos for that. Um, and then I also won a trip to Paris last year. No so way. So I was able to oh. go to Paris in January to the International um, Design Show there. And oh, how cool. spend eight days, so it was pretty amazing. Wow, that is really cool. I've never gone to Paris, but here it's beautiful. So Yes, you, everyone must do Paris. Everyone so. must. It's a must-see. <laughs> I would say so. So how about your biggest struggle or challenge that you would say in your entire career as a whole or even just like getting to where you are now? Um, I think my biggest challenge is focus. Um, yeah. Just with focusing on a specific market segment picking mm-hmm. picking a specialty in interior design I mean there's so many options and my personality is I want to do it all or I want to at least find out about it Dabble all and, it yeah all. <laughs> so um but a business principle is the more focused you are the clearer you are about who your target market is who your client is the better off you are So that's been one of my struggles, I think, since I started my business. Um, And it's evolving, but it's getting better. So that's good. I I feel like I'm the same way in some aspects because it's like you always want to do everything, Mm -hmm. um, anything that you can pile onto your plate and that you can handle. Sometimes we do bite off more than we can chew. But um, besides that aspect, it's like, yeah, we want to do everything. And then um, me and one of the people that's like a good mentor of mine for radio, Michelle Kaur, she always says, you know, we have variety shows, not because we're scared of commitment or anything. It's just that it's like, look how many options there are. Like there are endless options. So instead of having something that's so honed in on one topic and only having interview guests from that, I can 
go to people like you and talk about business to entertainment to you name it it's Mm -hmm. really anything that you make it right and that's kind of how it is in design too like it is what you put into it what you make it so right I like that a lot and what would you consider like the biggest lesson that you've learned or even lessons that you have come to know now um keep working even when it's a really bad day week month you know and it just seems like why why am I still doing this um that you know perseverance is huge and partners find people who Mm -hmm. are smarter than you who you know can do what your skill is not Mm -hmm. get mentors just get as much support around you as possible I think that's that's the biggest thing I've learned and and that's one thing you don't learn when you're working for somebody yeah because you're just they're handling all of that but when yeah. it's on you, it's all on um, you. <laughs> yeah, and you need support. I mean, it's of course you can't. One person um, shouldn't do it all to, and, and you know, to be effective, they really, yeah, you know, it doesn't work. Yeah, and I'm curious to know what is the relationship like with other interior design companies? Do you have more of a competition? Or are you uh, like have a close relationship, like a working relationship with them, or how does that all kind of fall well, into I, place? Personally, I like collaboration and I love just meeting other interior designers. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know there's plenty of work for everybody. Everybody has a different interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's worked really well. I've had clients approach me and it just wasn't a good fit, and so I've recommended them to other designers that I know. Um, and I would hope that, you know, it becomes, they would do the same. Yeah, yeah, that they would do the same. Um, because there's so many aspects. I know I had someone call me who wanted advice. She was starting out and she was interested in doing like kids rooms, mm-hmm. nursery design and that kind of thing. And that's great. That's, that's not me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm doing residential homes in Scottsdale and Paradise Valley. So mm-hmm. If anybody called me, I would say, well, you need to talk to her. So Yeah, and it's very nice. I know, I just I was curious to know that. Because, you know, sometimes you see people and then it's kind of like, all right, it could be competition. But working with people is great, though. And so many people say that, too. It's like once you have that connection with somebody and then you're referring others to, you know, this, you just have a nice relationship with it and it makes everything a little bit better. Well, and a support. Like, yeah. you know, to... To call another designer who totally gets it. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a really great relationship with my former employer, mm-hmm. Tracy Shields of Friedman and Shields, and um, she's been a great mentor to me. So I'll call her if there's something that I'm just stuck on. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. That just, is good, though, to, ha- to have that support system. Whenever you need it, we have little pieces of support in our lives as well, whether it be through school or whatever stage you are in your life. So mm-hmm. I think that's really interesting, actually, to bring up. So mm-hmm. that is really cool. Yeah. And where would you like to ideally see yourself in five years from now? Oh, gosh. If that's like an think, interview question. Yeah, if you, could, <laughs> if you could think ahead a little bit. I just had to throw it out there. So Ideally, I would have um, my own a, a space with maybe two or three employees and just kind of a well-oiled machine as far as how uh, we do business and, and attract business. Um, but I would like to um, move into other areas of the world too. Um, mm-hmm. My husband travels for business and I would love to maybe create a mark in other countries nice yeah that would be interesting get some more travel in there go to paris a few more times go to paris you know we could have a a, an apartment there um yeah yeah you can make it happen so that's that's one thing i would love to do is just to be able to create something that's um stable enough that could be replicated in any country 
Perfect. And is there any other like design projects that you would like see yourself doing maybe in terms of like, I know you said the media room was one of them or maybe a certain space that you would like to do that you could envision maybe taking on a project later on in life? Uh, maybe vacation homes. Yeah. I think that kind of goes along that with the travel. would be a very nice project. Yeah. <laughs> I would so, say so. If I, um, Costa Rica, if, if there's a lot of Americans going there now for vacation. Yeah, that'd be beautiful and, to go to. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think that's what that would be probably one of my most fun things to do. Awesome. I would probably have to agree with you on that. I'm like, oh, vacation homes. That sounds really nice. I would do that. So awesome. And um, how long does a a project typically take you? Obviously, everything varies. But um, if you could just give us like a general outline on that to give us more insight, because I think that's interesting, because obviously, if you have a, a very large residential home, that's going to take more than days (laughs) yes of course and that's that's one thing I want to that's good that you brought up because what you see on tv Mm -hmm. is not reality yeah I was gonna say hgtv sometimes they are like oh yeah we did this in like two days Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's crazy that's a lot of work in two days they (laughs) did it but they had been planning it probably for six months so they had everything ready to go so um it depends I mean a a home a whole house would take like a year probably Mm -hmm. to complete um most furniture lead times are eight to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then you have to, there's by the time you order the fabric and all the different things. And so, and then coordinating all the contractors and everybody else's schedule. So, yeah, it's a team effort, truly. Definitely. Because it's not just, and that's a good point to bring up too. It's not just the designer that's doing everything. There are contractors, electricians, there are, everything that you can ever yeah painters that's a big one too especially if somebody wants a really nice paint job then um of course the designer is the one to say like all right this is what we're going for this is the look that we're trying to achieve and then it's like everybody has to come together and basically do their own part to literally get that look Mm -hmm. so that is a really good point to bring up and the fact that hgtv i was just thinking i was like you know you see so many shows and then you're like i wonder how they do that so fast but truly it does take time time is golden (laughs) yeah yeah so um i would say so and but i'm sure you have fun doing it too of course as as the time progress and then you get a little excited when you're like man this is really good progress that we're seeing yeah it is exciting to see it because you know my i always start on paper or um Mm -hmm. just with a bunch of pictures and different concepts and and so it's so often to see it come together is like oh my gosh we planned this a year ago and here it is now Yeah. yeah it's it's really fun yeah i would say so Alrighty, well, let's take a break. We got to, I know. Well, anyways, stick around. Um, You're listening to The Bank. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. 
We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. So we have one more segment with Julie, but of course, um, we have your featured song of the week at the end of this. I know. I hope you guys are excited. I was just telling Julie that I was like, you know, after going through so many songs, I try not to pick the same song. And I think I've been pretty lucky not to run into that little conflict of like, wow, I'm running out of songs to pick. There are some weeks, though, where I'm just like, oh, I'm having really, really much trouble just like picking, picking one that I think would be a good fit. But uh Anyways, hope you enjoy this one. You can look forward to that at the end. So, um, Julie, um, tell me also, like, what advice would you give to people who want to pursue a design career? Because, you know, it does take work and it does take a lot sometimes. I would, um, number one, I would recommend getting some general education and Mm -hmm. having some good business sense behind you, no matter what, what, um, area of interior design you want to go into mm-hmm. um that's always going to be key and then just kind of discover your passion maybe try do an internship at um, for a residential designer do an internship for someone who designs restaurants or you know just to kind of see the different aspects hospitality design and and figure out what your you know what seems to fit you best Mm -hmm. and then just look for the education that's going to match that that would work for you yeah and I felt like you brought up two really good things two really big things actually to you know internships so many times people are like oh do I really have to do an internship I mean there are some cases where it is required to do an internship but if you go on it on yourself to go look for an internship it really is going to benefit you because you have that first-hand look of do I really want to do this can I see myself doing it because you're literally there live in person and kind of experiencing it obviously not full-time before you make the decision to do so but that's kind of what we're seeing lots of people who are in high school right now I'm even looking for internships as well just to get another perspective on it because you never really know till you're in their shoes almost mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah would you ever consider doing internships with your company as oh, well definitely in the future? i definitely. think that'd be really cool yeah yeah i um there's always something that could be you know that i could, could help be done you, <laughs> you can help me with and then i can yeah. you know educate um someone looking for an internship yeah so i think that'd be an exciting little experience as well I would have to say so. How about scholarships? Is there any scholarships for an interior design or have you heard of or how does Um, that work? Actually, the American Society of Interior Designers does a a scholarship program. They have a design for hire program where designers will work um, for one or two hours for different clients. And then all the money that they raise from that goes to a scholarship fund. So ASID offers a scholarship fund. Um, and then I'm other schools do as well. I'm not really familiar with those, but, um, yeah, they're out there. They're out there. Yeah. It's good opportunity. Scholarships always help. It's less out of the pocket. And then of course, um, yeah, I always just say scholarships are so nice as many as that you can get. Well, and then it ties you into people that have similar interests and then also future mentors. I mean, mentoring is huge. I would say 
the sooner you could find a mentor, um, the better. Yes, so. I have to agree. Mentors are so important. And again, I'm really glad you brought that aspect up too because it's you would be surprised by going on by yourself and then um, having like little to no guidance and then experiencing the ride along with somebody who maybe has more knowledge either about that or has just gone through it. And it kind of opens up your eyes to see the light really of, of what it is to be in what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Should I be doing this? What's the next step to take? It's not that it's not a guessing game anymore, but you definitely have somebody there that can kind of push you when you need to be pushed and take a step back when maybe you need to refrain from something. Right. And, and until you try it, you don't know. And that's course, people don't know what they don't know. You know, they just go Mm -hmm. and go for it. Um, but it's always great to have guidance. Yeah, and having multiple mentors, that's just... Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yes. I would yes. say so. And you even had good experiences with mentors, and you still do. You keep in close contact with them. It's like they truly are with you for a lifetime. They are. And that's, um, you know, that's kind of what it's all about. Like, everybody helping everybody else. So, um, and I, in the recent year, I've been a mentor. I've been mm-hmm. a mentee. And just... Since those experiences, I've just become so passionate about it. I just really um, tell everybody, you know, you need to do this. Yeah, I think that's great, too. People, when they get to experience different parts of it, it's kind of like when people use the phrases like, do you like being in front of the camera or behind the camera? It's like, well, when you try both out, it's a little bit different. Sometimes it's polar opposite if you look at it in the way that you do. And it's kind of like, wow. I guess I really didn't see it that way until I really just got in the seat. So, right. So right. I do completely understand. But yeah, but it seems like interior design has been, you know, really great for you. And um, it's something that you're very passionate about and you will definitely be continuing to do. And yes, um, yes I always enjoy seeing that. And the fact that I know I'm really looking forward to those vacation homes, though. Okay, well, I'll, I'll help you design it, Maddie, when you get your first vacation all right. home. And then, yeah, whenever <laughs> I get a vacation home, I'm going to be like, Julie, all right, I have one project for you. <laughs> Special project. Remember we talked about like 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is my color scheme. This is the design. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty cool, though. Definitely. So um, how can others contact you and learn more about your business? Well, I'd love to have you visit my website, uh, jhighlandinteriors.com. It's J-H-E-I-L-A-N-D, interiors. Um, And look for me in the Phoenix area. If anybody is interested, I, you know, I can work out of town as well, but I specialize mostly in Scottsdale and Paradise Valley. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for taking the time out to come on our show. It's been great having you, and I think we had a really great interview. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course. So with that being said, this is going to be the featured song of the week, Counting Stars by One Republic. So I hope you enjoy it. And here it is. Said no more counting dollars, we'll be counting stars. Yeah, we'll be counting stars. Signs. 
seek it out and ye shall find the old But I'm not that old, young, but I'm not that bold And I don't think the world is sold, I'm just doing what we're told on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. Hello, 
my name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kid Store album of the month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Three Kids in the Car. Three kids in the car on a Monday morning. Each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the sister's sitting in the front seat. Who at this part of the song you need to realize is about three months away from getting her driver's license. She's thinking to herself, I can't believe that I'm still riding with them. I hope that we're not seen by some of my friends. And if by chance I fail the driver's exam, then I am running away. Three kids in a car on a Monday morning, each one wishing that the others weren't born. And I can't say nothing because they've all been scorned because their mother's done had enough. And the brother's sitting behind her. Part of the song you need to realize is about five years younger than she is, but he's still about two years older than his little brother sitting next to him. He glares down at his little brother and he's thinking to himself, I can't wait till our sister's finally gone. Then I'll sit up front because that's where I belong. And I'll be rid of you, you miserable worm. Why don't you just run away? Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born They can't say nothing cause they've all been scorned Cause their mother's done had enough And the little brother Who at this point of the song you need to realize Is a whole lot smarter than the other two think he is He glares back up at his big brother And he's thinking to himself I know that there's nobody back in the trunk Try to scare me with all that junk I hope you read my mind I think you're a skunk And guess what? I'm not running away Three kids in a car on a Monday morning Each one wishing that the others weren't born And they can't say nothing Because they've all been scorned Because their mother's done had enough And the mother who's been driving all this time She's thinking to herself Things that I'd better not say So we'll just pretend that she's thinking Oh, what a beautiful day The Kids Star Album of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends. All musical proceeds Neil Brewer and Friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website, www.kidstar.org.